Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. Going out about nine o'clock, the landowner saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, You too, go into my vineyard, and I will give you what is just. So they went off. And he went out again around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise. Going out about five o'clock, the landowner found others standing around and said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You too, go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When those who had started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us, who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friend, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first, and the first will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. There's a diner nearby that I often visited with a friend. Nearly every time we went, we'd drive past a group of middle-aged men standing on a nearby street corner. I often wondered, these guys look like their fathers, husbands, and grandfathers. Why are they standing idly in the middle of the day? Then it hit me. They're waiting for work. It seems strange to me that someone would have to wait for work. But it's an age-old practice one Jesus himself may have witnessed. In today's gospel, Jesus tells us a parable about laborers standing idly in a marketplace. I imagine them waiting for work just like the men I saw on the street corner. One by one, the landowners passed them by, looking for the strongest, the youngest, the most able-bodied. As the day progresses, others are chosen, but by five o'clock, some are still left behind. Why weren't they chosen? Perhaps they were the oldest, the scrawniest, the unskilled, the loser. Still, they showed up looking for work, even if their chances of being picked were slim. What else were they to do? 
They were the lowest rung in society, but like every other human being, they needed to eat. Some were also dads and husbands. They had mouths to feed, children to clothe, a family to provide for. Imagine the hope they must have felt when they saw that generous landowner entering the marketplace a final time. Will he pick me? They might have wondered. He picked them all, and he paid everyone equally. It seems unfair that those who worked all day were paid the same as those who did little, but the landowner's concern was making sure that the sun did not set on an empty stomach. He gave them, in Jesus' words, their daily bread. If we apply this parable to America, who are the people chosen first? Are we among them? And who's chosen last? This is where the Lord is directing our attention this week to the weak, the unskilled, the poor, those chosen last. I'm not just referring to those born into cyclical poverty, but also those whose lives have been turned upside down by recent natural disasters. Entire towns have been incinerated by the wildfires out west. Beach communities have been submerged underwater by hurricanes in the south. Millions around the country remain unemployed, underemployed, or infected by COVID. While many might have been capable of providing for their families before these disasters struck, now they're dependent entirely upon the generosity of others. Do we have an obligation to help them? Or using biblical language, are we our brother's keeper? Whatever you do to the least of these, my brothers and sisters, Jesus says, you do to me. This is why the Lord invites us to act like the landowner. In the morning, he employs the able-bodied because there is an inherent dignity to work. Those who can work should work. But by evening, he makes sure that everyone is given a living wage, even those who did almost nothing, so that no one goes home hungry. This landowner gives freely from the goodness of his heart. Shouldn't we? But what concretely can we do? How can we provide for those temporarily in need? Let me offer just a few suggestions. Some of us have started dining out again. Tip well. There's a good chance your server has been unemployed or underemployed for the last few months. A few extra dollars may go a long way. Look through your wardrobe. After six months of quarantine, we may have some extra clothing that can be donated. 
Remember, some families just lost everything. Teach your children and grandchildren about the importance of service. Take them to a soup kitchen. Allow them to interact with the less fortunate. It may broaden their perspective. Young people are the leaders of tomorrow. And it may be a little too early to start thinking about the holidays, but when you do, earmark extra for the poor. Give them their daily bread. For whatever you do to these, the least of my brothers and sisters, Jesus says, you do to me.